GameZillaMedia.com. Video game makers believe that their products are starting to attract a whole new market. The voice of the gaming generation. The competition in this industry is so fierce, but we did manage to get a glimpse into the future. Real gaming opinions. The obvious question is, of course, how long will this smashing success last for video games? The last line of the best in major gaming news. The GameZilla Podcast. Look, that comes one of the Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me, my co-host, smooth, sailing, pirate, shipping, shitting, I don't know, it's Butterboy. Artis I, the Butterboy, I am the Scrappy-Doo to Grim Scooby-Doo. Oh, God. And if you want to know more about that, you need to be in our stage. On Patreon as we record live, uh, man, I'm uh, I'm here. I'm ready to do this show, <laughs> and I'm ready to go. Let me at him because I think that's what Scrappy used to say. Yeah, I think you're right. But uh, well, first of all, welcome, <laughs> welcome to episode 358 of the Games Little Podcast, brought to you by our patrons. Yeah, thank you so much to all of our patrons that stuck with us through our hiatus. This is our second show back in action, and uh, we're here bringing a little gaming hype here to the holiday season, and the best gift you can give anyone is give yourself patronage by sending us a few dollars here and there, patreon.com slash GameZillaMedia. Go there, enjoy the perks, and we're working on rolling out some new stuff in the coming new year, so you're not going to want to miss out on all the great access you're going to have to myself and Grim and all the GameZilla goodness. So head over to GameZilla on Patreon, start your patronage today, and you'll know you would have the chance to maybe know a little bit more about my passion around the intellectual property and franchise that is Hanna-Barbera's masterpiece, Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, and one, one more time that we want to point out the, the new perk that we are testing out live today uh, that uh, Butterboy did mention is the live stage room that is now available in our Discord server. So if you are a patron of any level, uh, you get dis custom limited Discord access VIP access, we call it. In that uh, in that category is a brand new Gamezilla Live channel that you can join and listen to this show live, as well as a live chat room that you can then post in while we're doing the show and help influence every episode. So, um, you know, if you're already a member, then just make sure you uh, check out these new these new channels that should have popped up for you. And if not, check out Patreon.com/slash Gamezilla Media. Got a shout out BMC Super Lars and Johnny Riot hanging out in the stage tonight. And uh, oh, geez, we're excited to have you guys here. Oh, geez, I, I like here. this idea. I mean, until we have a thousand people in here, but I like this idea of giving of giving a shout out every week of who's hanging with us. Yeah, well, we, you know, even if we have millions and millions of people in here, just like the Rocks fans. Yeah, uh, we, we can shout out a few special ones. I'm just saying, you know, if we got a thousand people in here, the show just is a three hour show. The first hour is just us shouting names out. But uh, yeah. yeah, you know, it's tough because I'm not a good reader. So add an extra hour on there. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. But we do, we do have a normal show for you here. Uh, last week, like like we said, we came back. We did the uh, the game awards and had a lot of fun with it. But this week we're going to focus on Fortnite and the new chapter slash season that we are um, moving into, which has been such a big change for this game and uh, really has brought a lot of 
new functionality, but a long, but a great mix of just nostalgia, right? Just feeling like the good old days when it comes to Fortnite for some of these returning players, but also just making it a fantastic time for new players to check out a game. So, um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna just dive right into it. But this is our topic of the day. Fortnite Chapter 3, Butterboy's been playing it. I've been playing it a ton. We got plenty of people uh, that have been joining in on the streams and everything for this game with us. And honestly, I've said it on stream, and I'm going to say it again. I think this is the most enjoyable moment I have ever had with, uh, with Fortnite, ever. And I've played yeah. since Season 1, so... Chapter yeah, one, the best season thing one. They always do is when they reset it to get rid of all the crap that they added. And then you're like, this game is amazing again <laughs> when you're not being abducted by aliens and all sorts of weird crap is going on. And then they add a bunch of crap in and then you then they reset it. And you're like, this is the best game ever again. Absolutely. It, it is a psych. I mean, th and that's typical of a lot of games where we we go through the the ups and downs, you know, of, say, a previous games that we've dealt with that Destiny, Destiny 2 probably destiny three whenever it comes out um but there's been other games as well that that uh you know up and down Warzone would be another battle royale that uh you know there's been really high moments and then you know to the point now where i just don't i have zero interest in even playing it so um but yeah i mean chapter three just brings a lot to the table uh for multiple reasons but and we can get started on that is if you haven't been playing Fortnite, then the idea here is what what seems to happen is on every chapter refresh, we've only had two, but every chapter refresh so far, we've had an entire new map presented to us. And this time around, I think people uh, took to the map per really quickly, where I think last time the map, ch you know, chapter two map refresh was more of the, I don't like it, I want the original map back, but people like, grew into it but still always kind of called back for the original map and i think fortnite list you know epic listened and and did something interesting here is that it's a blend this new map is a blend of new and old and that's where i think they really did a smart job of finding the balance where there's enough new stuff to explore but then there's returning pois that are from chapter one and even some others that, you know, that people have really enjoyed. I know Butterboys has one of his favorites that when he found it, he about lost his damn mind. I'll let him talk about a it. Tear. There, there was a tear. There was a tear that trickled down my <laughs> cheek. Uh, so I didn't really play Fortnite Season 1 more than maybe six to seven games. So, like, I never had a layout or affinity for that original map. Um, as people who listened to the show in the past know that my Fortnite enjoyment really came in close to this time a year ago um, where Grim gifted me the battle pass so I could uh, play the Mandalorian stuff and I ended up getting hooked on the game. So, you know, the C the chapter two map, that was my map, man. Always hanging out at Coral Castle and, um, you know, hanging out retail row. Like those were my spots, you know, and the first season there that I played had my favorite location of any of the other, you know, changes in the map that I've experienced the butter barn with my guy man cakes hanging out in it with my my track playing it's my location and you know the butter barn went away after the first chapter i played but uh you know with this uh new 
new map, you know, I'm roaming around, I run into a building and I hear the old familiar song. I go, it, it can't be. And there he is, man cakes and the signs outside and the butter barn is back. And it melted my buttery heart onto a sta- stack of flapjacks. And I was like, okay, okay, new Fortnite map. You're not so bad. Yeah, not so bad to me. Absolutely. I had high hopes because and it, it was so weird. The event was going on, you know, the event was about to start for chapter two, season eight. The event was about to happen. We we all went into four of us went into the event and we decided we were all gonna wear man cake skins. No, I don't really have a reason why, other than like Jade likes man cakes. So like we were like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna all wear the man cake skin and we were all dancing, and then I just said you know, hashtag butter barn or bust chapter three, hashtag butter barn or bust. And like, we just kept saying it. And then, you know, the event happened. We end up on this log, you know, this log in the middle of the, in the middle of the ocean. And like three different times, you know, random stuff would float by you as we waited, like, what was it? 16 hours or something like that. And we, uh, like just debris would float by you. Well, at three different times, the butter barn sign float f- floated by me, and I was like, "There's no way!" Like, it, like, ha- like, seriously, I think something has to be happening with the butter barn. Why else would this sign be floating by? And sure enough, it's in chapter three. So I was like, "Well, we know that Butter Boy is going to be on board with with playing chapter three. So I'm back, baby. If there's <laughs> if there's the bar, I just lurk at the barn, murder people at the barn, claim it as my spot. Build a fort around it, and if the storm, you know, goes past the barn, I just die in the storm. I That's just it. End my ground. That's it. Yeah, I, 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 I uh, respect that. I respect that move. Um, I'm a man of honor. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you're not going to win any rounds, so you might as well just stand your ground. You know. Absolutely. <laughs> But okay, so for real though, I mean, obviously, yes, that's a really cool uh, POI. If you if you're not familiar with POI, point of interest is is POI. But um, but but we you know we have a lot of points of POIs that are are exciting. We have uh, the 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 return of some classics, and then we also have the you know the the new uh, areas that this map is showing us. So I will start with what um rocky reels right the the drive-in theater that that is that is just a classic and is back on the map right next to greasy grove you know and so again we're like oh man we're getting we're getting all these places back but then that follows it up with like new areas like like um conquer speedway which is like an off-road speed track that's really cool and really different and then um you know uh condo canyon and the joneses which is right next to the big one called sanctuary which is the uh, the home of the seven uh the home of foundation which we now all know is butterboy go ahead Oh man, the rock. That's why we had to have the millions and millions at the beginning of the show. Because it's cool to officially confirm that the rock is in Fort. Absolutely. The biggest movie star in the world. The great one. So yeah, we knew and the rumors were around. We knew it was just a matter of time. It was probably one of the worst kept secrets out there, but you know, we actually got the reveal and the voice work and everything and it does it, you know, it it feels good. So, but Sanctuary is a, is a new location that's really cool. Um you also have the what people are starting to call the new or or 2.0 Grimshole. 
Grim's Hole 2.0, the new Grim's Hole, whatever you want to call it, uh, is, is what looks like what used to be a volcano in the upper right section of the map. And uh, in the middle of that is the Daily Bugle right now because we have our Spider-Man reveal. Sorry, I had to take a second there to yell at the dogs. Um, anyways, <laughs> we have the uh, the Spider-Man reveal and uh, another one. I said you said Spider-Man. I said who, and then you stopped talking. I was like, I was like, is he having a stroke? Because I pretended to not know who Spider-Man was. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, let's play that. Play that angle. Um, no, but someone get med- grim medical help. <laughs> but no, we um, we had the uh, the the Daily Bugle drop and the Spider-Man reveal drop, which again was another one that we knew we kind of knew a Marvel event was coming. If you kind of put two and two together we either knew it was going to be spider-man because of the upcoming movie or we knew maybe hawkeye because of the new tv series that had just kind of kicked off so it was going to revolve around that we got spider-man um which is really cool the um before i get into the spider-man angle of it we have uh tony crossroads another newer location we have shifty shafts which is a classic uh, and feels amazing. It feels it, it's completely the OG, the, the the completely an OG location and just amazing. It's also a super hot drop right now because everybody wants to go there. Um, and then a couple new places like Sleepy Sound and the Log Jam Lumberyard, um, along with Camp Cuddle. Those would be our major uh, POIs right now. Watch out, cuddle alert. Yeah, I left Camp Cuddle last because, you know, for you and me and, and just, just that, that we like to cuddle. So yeah, we is, put up a tent yeah, in it, Camp Cuddle, right. we store all our loot. Yep. It's dreamy. Exactly. So the map itself feels really good. It's about, I'd say, 60% snow right now. And right dab in the middle is an area that people called early and, and it turns out they were, they were right is uh, Tilted Towers is back. And it's under snow and frozen. And the only reason and you can and you can tell because some of the, the tall buildings, the skyscrapers w- within that city are frozen ice like blocks that are sticking out of the snow. One of them, which is shaped a lot like the clock tower of, of the city. And so the Fortnite's just been teasing, saying that, you know, as as this season goes on and the snow melts, there will be some surprise reveals. And so one of those is going to be one of the most popular drops of all time within Fortnite that, uh, you know, I mean, it's just, if if you think of points of interest, uh, that's probably number one on the list all time. So um, when that actually does come into play right now, you can run over it and there's a lot of loot on the top, but I mean, and you can see the very tops of some of the buildings frozen in ice, but that's about it right now as, as we, just get started on the chapter but we'll see how that plays out uh, over time so spinning that into what i had already spoke what i've already said which was the spider-man angle of this is is a, a big focus piece right now they got the spider-man skins in the battle pass which are really cool they have of course the new one of the new mechanics which is the uh, the web slinger um and that has that is now in the game where you can find it um in multiple places pretty much anywhere that you start to find spider-man's like webbings which are acted as like a launching pad um if you look around a lot of times you can find a backpack that's kind of like webbed against a wall or up on a tree or something you know it's just like just like peter parker would do uh when he's just hiding some of his normal clothes when he train when he uh you know changes his uh, outfit and everything but uh, and you just go search that and you end up getting a pair of web slingers and the mechanics of the web slinging are phenomenal. I mean, it is 
so enjoyable to just get those and swing around and have fun a lot let alone when you actually make a play using them it is uh it is a really cool uh new edition and i don't and again this is a this probably is a limited edition and i don't know if they're going to keep some sort of like swinging mechanic just not spider-man themed uh afterwards but for now it's a really cool uh device to get yourself to move around the map a little bit faster and be able to flank teams and do different things with it uh you can you can actually spray items and it'll you know pull them to yourself and uh it's it's uh it's pretty neat the one thing I haven't tested yet that someone asked me was if you web a car and the car's moving, will it just like pull you along? And I was like, I don't know. I think I think it would pull you along, but I think you're faster than the car. So you'll actually eventually like land on the car and then you could you probably just would stand on the car at that point. But uh, it's not something I've, I've actually tried yet. But um, trying tonight. Yeah. Have you have you gotten a chance to use the web slinger yet or no? No, I haven't found them. Not you know, like I didn't necessarily know where to look. And now that you know, every time I see those webs, I'm like, "Ooh, I want to jump on them." Because usually I'm trying to get away from a storm or something because I yeah. time manage poorly. Uh, so <laughs> I haven't had time to find them. I have encountered other people swing swinging around and me shooting at them like an idiot. I'm like, "Well, shooting someone when they're swinging is near impossible for someone of my skill level." So when I see someone <laughs> swinging around, I just run away. Yeah, I mean, it's still good to to try to shoot them because if you hit them even with one bullet, it actually breaks their, their swinging and which causes them to land on, on the ground, which then causes the web slinger to go into a, I believe it's like a sep- five to seven second cooldown. So, oh, okay. I mean, that's one way to get them to kind of stop uh, and then allow you, even if you're trying to, even if you are trying to run away, give you time to run away since they can easily outpace you if they're decent at web slinging so um but yeah i mean it's a cool mechanic it it leads me into the next piece to talk about which is the uh, other major mechanic i think that we can that they added that's uh feels so good and just feels like honestly just kind of feel now that i've used it enough it feels like it's just has always been in the game like it doesn't even it feels so natural which is the sliding mechanic so uh this chapter and season they added the sliding mechanic to the game and it is it's great i mean it really feels good it allows you allows a a slight increase in movement speeds if you're you know heading downhill and stuff like that um you know it these these pieces have changed strategy have changed the meta uh, of the game where you're capable of doing more without necessarily having to find certain items in order to do it and so one aspect of Fortnite that's always very high up on even from a competitive level down to even just casuals is movement, right? Is how how can I uh, move faster? You know, if it's a chili pepper, if it's a launch pad, if it's whatever. Well, I think the addition of the web slinger and, of course, the sliding has added even more features. You know, and sliding gives you that functionality of you can still shoot. You can still use uh, another new item, which is a healing item, which is your 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 med mist, um, you know, and and keep moving while healing yourself. You know, there's a, there's just more functionality to it that's very interesting, and um, um, I absolutely I absolutely love it. It feels like such an upgrade to the game, uh, and they both both of these mechanics feel so smooth. So. 
Uh, you have, you have we have all new guns. We you know there's you know we don't have to spend a lot of time on the guns per se, but we do have all new guns. We have new ARs, new shotguns, new SMGs, a new sniper, and um, for the most part, like I like most of the guns. Uh, they've already made a couple patchworks for the shotguns because they were the shotguns were awful. Those were like my one knock is that I hated shotguns. I wouldn't even use them at the beginning of the season, um, but. They've already improved on them and made them a little more useful. Uh, I feel like all weapons kind of take longer to reload. So there's a lot more of the attack with one gun. If you don't knock someone, you're you need to like in, you need to rotate guns. So if you know you hit you shoot your shotgun, you rotate right away. Don't wait for the shotgun reload. Uh, or don't wait for the shotgun to be able to take another shot. Not even necessarily reload, but just get to your second shot rotate out to an smg or something and and keep going it's just faster so that's one thing it's, that I it's feel. interesting that so that mechanic of it's really interesting because you and i were just talking two weeks ago about how that's like an essential way you have to play halo and we have so mm -hmm. many people entering halo for the first time with halo infinite dropping um so it's just interesting that, that mechanic that we were just discussing is important on what is one of the other hot shooters out right now that now it's adapted to the way you, you have to play Fortnite now with the weapon swap instead of waiting to reload when you're in battle. Yeah, and I and I feel like your top tier players weapon swapped for a long time, but it wasn't as much of a like I feel like it's more necessary now, like you're saying in Halo, it's very necessary. Um, I feel like it's more necessary now if to have success, because I think if you're just trying to jump around and shotgun like you did last last season in chapter two, um, you, you nine times out of ten, you, unless you're playing against someone that's bad, you're not going to win that fight. And so, um, especially with the whatever the pump shotgun type thing. Now, the yeah. auto shotgun this season is lit. The basic shotgun, the 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 time in between shots is so long. I'm like, if I have this thing, I'm basically just going to die. Yeah, I think the funny thing is, is like the auto shotgun you like because of the quickness, but I mean, as far as like the actual damage output, like the auto shotgun is the worst of the two. Uh, now, now that they've proper that they've buffed the the pump, but um, you know, people. Th but the advantage is if you're not if you're not trying to switch weapons, then yeah, the auto shotgun is out of the two is the only one that's going to give you a chance of winning a fight because you can actually get to your second third shot in a decent amount of time. But um, but yeah, the uh, I used to never switch weapons. Like I, I, you know, people told me time and time again to like start learning that, and I was like, nah, I'm good. I got, I got the, you know, I got the lever action shotgun or whatever, and I was just, I was fine, or or the old pump shotgun, and I was fine. Um, now I switch. Now I've been learning because I just because I died so many times in, in early on in this this season where I'm just like, oh my god, I can't do this anymore. So I'll I'll you know have a pump. I'll try to get like a crit shot and then I'll just rotate right to my SMG and try to and try to just melt somebody. But um, it is it is an interesting meta in that sense. Uh, I know it's been frustrating for some people, but I think the couple the couple patches that have already come out to work on balance of the weapons have uh, have made it better for people. So and, um, you know, with that, I will talk about some of the utilities. We do have launch pads. We do have. Um, you know our med packs and our our um, our, our our health towels as uh, as some of our players like to call them um you know and your basic heels are there but they have added uh, a guzzle uh, guzzle drink which is this weird green drink that as long as you're not taking damage it will heal you over time uh, pretty quickly uh back to 100 
So it's pretty cool. It's useless inside of the storm. So don't try using it inside the storm because the second you take a tick of damage, it, it just ends. But if you can box up or get away from the attack or whatever and drink that, you can heal yourself back to 100 real quick. Uh, you also have the, we, we talked about the med mist, which is just a spray can of, of, of med spray. And it creates a little like cloud of healing. The cool thing about that is it's, it, you can heal yourself with with one trigger or or mouse button and then the opposite button will turn the can the away from you and you can heal your teammates so it's a good it's a good versatile item for that for that purpose um so again a, a good mix of some you know items returning and then some new stuff that is uh you know that, that has been a lot of fun um with that we also have like the the winter event winter fest is back starting today and so that feels nice and old school because it, it's bringing back your your boogie bombs. It's bringing back your snowball launchers. It's you know there, there's um, you can you can do make yourself look like a snowman and, and try to hide you know hide next to actual snowmen in the level. Um, and it also brings back the lodge. So if you've if you've been a longtime Fortnite player, um, you've you've experience what the, the holiday lodge is all about it's basically a place where epic puts a bunch of presents and every day you get to open a present and it's literally just a free item um so that's that's really cool to be back and i've I, it, like i said it started today so i've been able to open one present and of course you all know what i did once you go look you'll know exactly what i picked it was uh, a bag you know that was that was on the right side of of the room that had animated matrix code running up and down it and i was like well pfft. i mean i know i know which package i'm picking first and so i uh, i opened that up and and butterboy do you want me do you want me to tell you what it was because you sent me a picture of it earlier well you have I me mean, i was gonna see yeah I just, i'm just making sure i'm just making sure you want to hear it again okay I, um, yeah, I do yeah so basically it opened up and it was a glider of a sentinel if you don't know what Matrix Sentinel is, it's the uh, outside world, you know, the real world where the ro the machines are trying to, you know, destroy the humans. It's the squid-like robots that are, you know, flying all around the real world trying to find the home base of the humans and, and eradicate them. So, pretty cool. <laughs> pretty Much cool. cooler than what I got. I opened a different box, and it was just like a little emote thing that was a present opening, and then the rock and roll horns... <laughs> of like a hand popping up out of it and i was like oh well this is worthless well oh, hey, you, got, was... you got that one out of the way so now you know yeah. right uh the there cool... was no reason to rush into getting the one that i already knew you like yeah you know I what i mean like... like why not open something different yeah i feel like that's what everybody did you know jade opened up a different one and got a got a uh got a harvesting tool um and then uh our friend dork of the ninjas opened up one and got a different harvesting tool uh, that was like a dual, a dual, the, the dualies, you know, but it was a harvesting tool as well. And I'll leave it at that as far as what they were. I don't want to keep spoiling every presence. So, but uh, pretty cool. If you, the first quest for the Winterfest is to simply look at the, uh, stare at the fire. So uh, t t today's quest is very easy for you to get, but every day a new quest will open up for the Winterfest. And if, as long as you, and you'll get, you'll get XP for doing them, but you'll also work your way towards unlocking um, a couple new items that are also free, like a frozen llama glider. And I'm not sure what the other item is, but the, the llama is, is obviously like the big item that everyone's probably going to be excited about. So. But yeah, so, no doubt. you know, again, just going back to the roots and, and, 
bringing things back that are just that just feel good right and so why does the game feel so good why is it like the smoothest that we've ever played uh and that and you know that leads us to the big piece that i really think we kind of wrap up like the the list of you know uh items like this and we can kind of talk about some other pieces of fortnite but we're running officially on unreal engine 5 so yeah it's nice it's so <laughs> nice so we we heard about unreal engine 5 you know years ago at this point uh from epic and and you know there was a lot of excitement around it and and a lot of hype and it was the you know basically anytime you get to see a new engine you start to think of the future of gaming like how is this going to uh allow us to improve gaming on, on multiple levels and we're seeing it in a simple form right now with just new mechanics and just buttery smooth gameplay and so it's uh it, it just feels good i think the first day that we played i think a lot of people's um reaction to it was like this game feels weird right now not bad it feels weird and i and, and i don't know why and, and because we everyone was still wondering if if unreal engine 5 indeed was officially launched with chapter three and then epic finally came out and, and confirmed it but you know that's one reason is that we're it runs better the game, the game just runs better and so we're noticing it right and that's such a such a cool moment but then again the sliding the web slinging you know some of some of the the, the new oh we didn't even talk about the tree functionality now but now there's different trees in the game that allow you to actually shoot them and they can fall um and cause damage to people and, and everything like there's just a lot of stuff that's just um environment based uh like the storms and the and everything even just fog and and the quality of of the increased in qual increased quality of a lot of these uh systems and we still haven't even seen the tornadoes and the you know lightning storms and all that stuff that are going to be hitting uh, this chapter and really starting to again show off Unreal Engine Five even more. So now, Graham, let me let me ask you. So um, I I honestly didn't know it was Unreal Engine Five until you know after I played some because I I I got in uh, a day or two after the chapter changed over and I was like oh like this is super pretty. I was like did they jump engines because like it do it does look better. Um, but my question for you is, and you might not know this, so we might have to do a little uh, retcon this week and uh, recon, I should say, and figure it out, is with the new engine, how does it play on Switch or like tablet or anything like that? Like, <laughs> does it still play well on a lower power system? Because um, I'm sure you're playing mostly on your PC or maybe some on your Xbox, and I'm just playing on Xbox Series X. So do you know, does it run worse or anything on a switch or anything i haven't ran it on switch but i believe uh we can turn for the first time ever we can turn to the games live chat and uh super lars there is going to chime in and say it runs fine but looks not great <laughs> okay okay <laughs> yeah so um and that was from switch i believe he was traveling and and at the time it was his only option to play so he he was in he was actually in our uh, our squad at the time and he, he definitely did uh you know uh, express his his uh disappointment in in the switch version but I, you're also talking to someone that's just like us where we're very used to playing it on you know xbox uh current gen xbox series x or you know um or pc so 
Um, he, he also said it's very hard to shoot people in the distance because, yeah, again, I think that's that's one of the biggest downfalls to a le- lower quality or lower powered system is the is the the you know depth of field, right? The the draw um, and how things load in, where you're just getting more distance loaded in and it's easier to see everything that's going on uh, farther away. Where in Switch, you're gonna have to wait for things to get closer to you. So, but yeah, um, it's pretty cool. I mean, we um, Unreal Engine Five has um, the first demo I think we saw was in 2020. So, um, and we got to see I think what it was the I can't remember the what what they named it, but it was the the female character that was like running through like it kind of gave you like a in a way a tomb raider feel where they were she's crawling around these canyons she gets in she gets into this like weird uh you know weird like treasured area and then everything kind of goes to shit and then she starts running and and that's when you really got to see like the mechanics and just her just her just leaping through this canyon and just the way she was moving and the way that how smooth the game the, the gameplay looked it just was really impressive fast forward now to, to Fortnite and how we talk about how smooth the game feels and how the movement feels better and everything. It, it all makes sense, right? Is that we're, we're literally experiencing what we saw back in 2020, just on a, a, a larger scale. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the new engine has a lot of potential. We, I don't, we haven't even scratched the surface, but we are going to get to see some of the impressive uh, aspects of it with the, um, the environment and the weather system and everything that they're integrating into Fortnite this season. Uh, so that will be coming later this season and already confirmed by Epic. And so that's going to even show us more, but I am already so happy <laughs> with this because it just like, feels like, I feel like a lot of times you get a new season or even if we want to talk chapter two, like you're excited because it's because you're always excited for something like when something's new, like, you know, and you want to check it out. But I think a lot of times we, we go check it out and be like, I'm not sure I'm feeling this right. Like, I'm not sure I'm into it. Uh, how, how, we, we all loved the Star Wars season. So when we moved into like Primal, it was like, ah, I mean, this is OK, but I, you know, I, I think I probably would have just rather continued to be Star Wars, you know, and that's just our personal preference because I'm a Star Wars fan. But also like. Some of the mechan- some of the mechanics changed again, where a lot of it was around crafting and, and 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 gathering items and all this stuff in order to craft, and you know instead of just focusing more maybe on the battling and the building and stuff like that. So, you know, each their own. But I feel like this chapter, this season, really moving into it, um, there's a lot of hype. And then when I got my first like you know got in and played my first rounds, I instantly was like, I'm re- I'm really feeling this. I really like what's happening here and i think it's proven the fact that like all i've really been playing recently is fortnite so that's you know that's a good sign i think that's similar to you if you're drawn to do it yeah yeah so i've been playing it quite a bit um i was like really committed to being like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna really dive into halo um and and we discussed, I got a little burned out on the, the Fortnite grind. I put it down for that, basically that whole last, uh, season. So once I, once I finished up the, um, the alien season and got my Rick skin from Rick and Morty, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm done. Like I, I just need a break from this game. So I, I passed up that whole battle pass where you could get carnage, which was tough. Cause I'm like, oh man, it'd be cool to have that carnage skin, but I'm just not up for another grind, you know? So the fact that the season did come back refreshed with some cool stuff in the battle pass. 
um, new engine. Like it, it, it did end up pulling me back in where I find myself at least logging on to work my dailies every day, uh, work the missions a little bit, which is something that, you know, three, four months ago, I had no motivation to do. I just need a break because I played so much Fortnite over the last year. So um, I'm honestly surprised at my ability to get back in because I, I really thought that I th- I still didn't think this season was going to get me back in. I was like, oh, well, you know, whatever. Like, I'll go check it out, see the new event, check out, see what's in the battle. But I really didn't expect to start getting pulled back in and, and enjoy the game. And it, it's nice. Like, after taking a break, I've done the same thing with Rocket League. Like, any of the games that I play that are, like, continual games that never end, I need to always put down for a few months um, just because I get burned out on the grind. So I'm I'm surprised I'm back in, and I've uh, put much less time into the Halo campaign um, than I have this Fortnite season. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think um, I think Fortnite has just done themselves a, a very good favor and and done a good uh, a good job here at the chapter. I mean, a few a few things we didn't mention was um, the 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 changes to XP and and how you're how you're generating them. The milestones are back. Uh, you you have your dailies, you have your seasonals, and you, you're going to have your events, but you also have your milestones back. So I feel like it it feels good because it kind of takes us back again, quite quite a ways back when we actually had these still before they kind of changed them to the the character cards that we were doing. Um, which again, I didn't necessarily hate the character cards, but once you brought back the milestones and you did the system this this chapter the way you did, I kind of realized this is the way I I do like this progression system better. And so um, that was cool. We didn't talk about the tent. You know, that's that's a big item that they've added now, which is is kind of uh, I think is one of the most like contested items in the sense of like people like it or they don't. Um, the, the tent is an idea that you can you can pick up a tent now and you can deploy it. And when you deploy the tent, you can go inside and rest and heal. But also you can place items in the tent. And I think you can place uh, I think it's. Is it two? It's either two or three. I can't remember. I know for sure you can place two items in there, and then, and then every other item costs a certain amount of gold that you nest, that you might want to put in there. So what most people do, they don't put a lot of items in there, but what most people do is, you know, if they're getting to end game and they feel like they're loaded out really well and they have a they have a good weapon or a good utility item that allows them to move around that they don't think they need anymore. So like example, maybe you're getting late in the circle, and snipers aren't going to play a big role anymore, and you have a legendary, you could put it in your tent. And then it doesn't matter if your tent gets destroyed, doesn't matter what happens, it's in your tent. So at that point, if in the next game, a completely different game, you load in, you grab a tent and you throw it down, your sniper rifle is in that tent. So you can start to plan out future rounds based on, you know, taking a little bit of a gamble and 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 getting rid of some of your loot or maybe maybe you got uh spider-man web slingers and you want to throw them in there because there's another pair sitting on the ground after you just killed somebody so now you got one locked away you pick up the other one you're good to go people have you know are using them different ways but it is really interesting that you can uh you can store some really good guns in there and then have them to literally drop you know you can if, if you know the map well enough you you know where some of these tents are on a regular basis you can drop into a match grab a tent throw it out and all of a sudden have a legendary right out the gate and so that's pretty wild um the tent system is interesting i haven't used the tent system enough honestly but uh, it is really cool and i think it plays a big role into the last item that we didn't talk about 
defending the crown take the crown so there's yeah there's a new functionality in the game where if you win a round you are awarded a crown um that is that is shown off by like a, a weird like light system that's kind of floating above your head at first and then every time you get like a kill or whatever like it'll flash and of course uh people will see when you get kills and stuff in the uh the lower lower left corner when where like the details like grim grim has you know uh, killed Butterboy from 248 meters away with a sniper rifle. Um, it, my the, my name will be gold if I'm carrying a crown, right? And so the idea is that if someone takes you out and you're carrying a crown, you drop the crown and they can pick it up. The idea is if you finish the game and win the game with the crown, you get a crown win. And there's a special emote that was awarded to you uh, this this year once you get your first win that uh, allows you to display the crown on this nice little fancy pillow and then a number pops up above it of how many crown wins you have. And so obviously the tent plays a role in the idea of like, I win this round, but I, but I use the tent to get some nice guns set up so that I can start the next round ahead of everybody and really get rolling with this, you know, multi, multi win. Like how long can you hold the crown is kind of the, you know, kind of the way they, they pitched this idea. Um, it's cool. I actually didn't, when they first announced it in the trailer, I didn't care about it. I was like, eh, whatever, you know, like I get a lot of wins, but I don't necessarily get back to back wins. So I'm not, I'm not, you know, too worried about it. But then I also thought about the idea of like, there's been a couple times where we took a team out and there, maybe there's three teams left. We took a team out, the, the crowns dropped, we picked them up, took the other team out and got a crown win because we just got lucky, you know? And so um, it's an interesting ang uh, uh, mechanic, and I actually like it more than I thought I would, so that's cool. Just one of those things that adds a little more to the game without being a distraction, without um, really changing the mechanics. It's just another fun way to enjoy success in the game. So uh, the little experiences I've had with, with the crown, it, it is always fun to, to kill someone and take the crown. Uh, so I, I'm a fan. Yeah. We also had the um, reward skins drop just a couple days ago. So if you Ooh, haven't, these are good ones, man. <laughs> aren't they good? So Dude, first... most of the reward skins suck. And I was like, <laughs> like, they're stupid. It's like, oh, now it's now it's man cakes, but he's made of crystal. Yeah. Or, yeah, you know, yeah. like if they're, they're, oh, here's someone who's solid gold. Like, I'm never going to run a solid gold person. Like, right. I'm never going to do it. And then they drop these ones, and you're like, dude, yep. these with the neon outlines? These are cool. Exactly. So they're neon outlines. Uh, the first wave is called photo negative, but I actually call it the Tron skin. Like, they all look like they're rocking some form of, you know, Tron, like, light bike skins. Um, but the big thing here that I want to just make a note of is in the previous seasons that where we've had, where we've had uh, licensed IPs, like, let's just go back to Superman, right? We didn't get bonus skins for Superman, right? And, and, if, and, and you can even go a little bit further back and realize that, that this hasn't happened in a little while where if you had the, 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 the licensed IP character, it didn't get added to the bonus skins. It would have a bonus skin that would be like, okay, so um, a great example that doesn't fall into this would be Rick, right? Rick from Rick and Morty. He did have bonus skins, but I feel like a lot of the Marvel and Star Wars stuff didn't. Spider-Man does. 
Uh, Spider-Man has three additional skins on top. He actually has four in the bonus zone, but three of them are the reward skins. So where reward skins are, you know, you, you finish the battle pass, you're, you're, you've hit level 100, and now you're working from level 100 to, I believe, usually you hit 200, and you can unlock everything in the bonus section. So, and then you can go beyond that if you want. But the uh, the idea here, though, is Spider-Man has the um, symbiote suit in the regular battle pass. It's the very last thing you unlock. But then in the first suit you unlock for Spider-Man in the bonus area is the, they call it the, uh, it's really, it's the anti-venom suit, but it but they call it the, the foundation suit. Um, but it's an all white, you know, with all white suit with like the black spider in the middle and everything. It's It's a... It's a cool looking suit. But then we get into the bonus round and the photo. So the photo negative is that Tron looking black and blue style. It looks really cool. And like you said, it's that neon outlined edge. Really neat. Um, and then the following one, I don't remember the name, but it's black and red. And so Spider-Man, it plays really well into Spider-Man. And then, of course, the uh, the last the last one was um it is kind of like a gold. It's like a yellow gold uh, style for the last one. But again, black and black and yellow. Uh, it looks good on Spider-Man. You also are, you also have like a ninja in this. Uh, some of the some of the generic skins that are part of the battle pass that were made from Epic themselves. You have like a ninja style uh, player that looks really good in these extra skins. Uh, you have John John. Uh, um, La- is it John Lama? it's basically it's a rambo but a llama uh, just this, yeah. this muscle this muscle version of a llama um and he has those skins he's probably my letdown of the group when it comes to the bonus skins because they his like his skin itself stays the same he's like a pinata like styled skin um but his, it's just his clothes that change and the problem is is that he has a lot of exposed skin so like at first i was like not a problem for me <laughs> I, I didn't even notice a difference at first for, of the skin though and i think one problem is that when you look at the, the the example of the character it's so zoomed up that you don't get the full picture of what is actually changing on him so i think like once you actually get a more zoomed out shot of him uh it makes more sense but he he's part of it as well and then there's um the Kind of like the bonus skin. So like last season we had tuna fish. We were collecting all the different colors of like the cartoon fish skin. Um, this time around we have this character that is uh, you're collecting. You do you're doing these extra missions to collect pieces of armor for her and everything. So she's she's mixed in with it as well. Um, and look, I, I think I don't really have a skin that I think looks bad in the bonus skins. They all they all look pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, I think for I think for the first time since probably the Marvel uh, bonus skins when they had the Marvel season, which would have been the season before Mandalorian. I feel like that these are really, really good. Like the Rick ones were pretty, were pretty decent. The cube series, they were okay. But, but I mean, the, the Marvel ones were really cool when they were like, they were like, you know, all sorts of, all sorts of like, I have a Groot that's like straight up Chrome Groot and stuff like that. Like there's some, there's some uniqueness to it. And then, we had like the crystallized ones, right? Which we we weren't necessarily feeling that much, but uh, this these these look awesome. Yeah, it just seems like a little more thought was put into these ones to actually be a skin that people want to use. That was always my thing. There was no incentive for me to grind beyond 
to get the bonus skins because I didn't care. Like I wasn't trying to flex on anybody that I played the game an ass load to get these if they didn't <laughs> look cool. You know what I mean? Right. Like it'd be one thing if like again, all all of them, the, these these neon outline skins look real slick. So um it's got me thinking that I I, I gotta keep grinding to because I at least like to unlock that first level of those Tron looking ones, like yeah. you said. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm at that boat now where I'm like, I need all the I need all the Spider-Man skins. So uh, last season, I was able to get everything. This season, I'm off to a really good start, so I think I'll be okay. But uh, but yeah, they are really, really cool. So with that I being... I guess I should probably buy the Battle Pass. I haven't even done that yet. I've just been playing. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. I mean, obviously... But if I want these skins, I guess, yeah. I guess I'll need to buy the Battle Pass. Obviously, anytime... I mean, you're still putting work towards it, so the second you actually yeah. do unlock it, you're just going to... You'll get all that credit, but still, yeah. Um... But yeah, with that being said, there was some other cool additions to the skin series and even to the store. Um, we saw in the original trailer that we were going to be getting Gears of War skins. They are now in the store. You get Marcus Phoenix and Kate Diaz, um, along with some harvesting tools and different backpacks and stuff. I, I bought that <laughs> instantly. Um, one one of the best things ever is taking Marcus Phoenix and and making him do some of the stupidest emotes that are in this game and just laughing your ass off because it just looks so wrong. It just doesn't it just doesn't work, but it's hilarious. So um, super cool to see to see Gears uh, get kind of mixed in. It kind of kind of weird timing when you got Halo Infinite that just came out. I was kind of expecting more Halo stuff to because uh, we already have Master Chief in the game, but I thought we'd be getting more Halo stuff in the game. But uh, but instead we got some Gears. So I mean I'm not upset with that. I love Gears. So um, we also what's that? Agree. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We also uh, with the Winterfest just got uh, starting today at 8 p.m. Eastern time. You're going to be able to uh, purchase yourself uh, a uh, Tom Holland version of Spider-Man and and the uh, the new Spider-Man movies. MJ uh, is also going to be an available skin, which uh, she's she's been already. She was just in Fortnite when they dropped the Dune skins. And now now she's getting a, uh, a Spider-Man skin as well. Zendaya or yep. however you, yep. you say her name, man, two, she's going to have two skins. Yeah. So nice. good for her. Yeah, so those are dropping in uh, today. You'll be able to kind of see those in the store as well, which I think people, you know, uh, will be happy about because there are some people that have been a little frustrated with the how difficult Fortnite made it to earn Spider-Man in the Battle Pass. But like at the same time, I'm like, I'm like, is Is it it difficult? Are you guys just upset? Like, 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 of course. Spider-Man needs to be the last skin that you get because it's Spider-Man. Like, what, what did you, what did you want? You know? So, um, I don't know. You know, people, people are going to complain about everything. You, you can never win with everybody, right? You know, you make it too easy and then people go, oh, that was dumb. Now I'm bored. You make it too hard and then people complain. I, I don't know. I don't think it's that hard. I'm, I'm well on my way I'm to getting, to getting a Spider-Man. I just unlocked gumbo, which is like this gumball machine that eats gum. That's like demented and, and twisted and like, I'm really into him. He's he's super cool. He's a super cool skin. Uh, I think Butterboy actually is gonna really like if he hasn't really checked him out yet. He really. Him. He's obviously outside of Spider Man. He's my yeah. second favorite of the past. Yeah. I know 
I know I'm going to love playing Foundation when it's optional because, again, The Rock. So, yeah, and we're yeah, g- gumbo. It's like this version. This this passes Gugamon, and Gugamon was my dude. Yeah, exactly. He's just yeah, and, and I feel like this this uh, this battle pass has several really like outrageous skins where I feel like you, you get the man cakes, you get the you get the John John Llama, you get you know you have the um, meow skulls, you know those. Uh, what was the what was the chicken guy's name? Uh, I think it was just cluck. Cluck, yeah, cluck. You know, so you always have those, but this one, this this season seems to have like, like every skin feels is pretty good. Like I don't, and the only one that's questionable right now is the is the female skin that where she has the mask, but that's only because she has the additional piece that's going to be unlocking here soon, where you actually get to start doing additional quests to unlock more and more masks. So I think, and just, some of those masks real cool yeah we just don't fully under understand the extent of her skin yet and i think she's gonna be pretty cool and then yeah foundation is still like 50 days away or something like i was i was a little little surprised at how long it's gonna take for us to be able to start working towards uh getting the foundation but i'm imagining it's a late late release and stuff into this of the season because that character is going to start to play a role into the story evolving and everything so they're just kind of holding it a little bit longer plus i mean they have us all by the balls right now, man. Like we all, we all want the foundation. We all like, you know, most of us love the rock. Like it's just, they know they can hold this as long as they want and we'll be ready when it, when it does launch. So, <laughs> but it's, uh, it's really cool. Uh, the season's been fun. There's a, one more event that started just recently and it's going to be going on for a little bit, a little while now that I'm going to strongly recommend, but my dogs are going nuts again. And I don't know if you guys can hear them. So I apologize. Either way, they're excited about Llama Rama. I'm excited about Llama Rama. And Fortnite and Rocket League have another crossover series going on here. Except this time, it's with Rocket League Sideswipe. And if you're not familiar with this, if you're not familiar with this game, uh, it recently launched and it is the mobile version of Rocket League. It's a 2D version of Rocket League on the phone uh, or tablet. And you can pick it up on iOS or Android. Free download. And I I downloaded the other night just so I could get my Fortnite. It's trash, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a mobile game, right? It's trash. So I downloaded the other night. What is happening to this podcast? We're even talking about mobile games? I know, man. I I can't believe this is happening. I mean, like, mobile games are such trash that Fortnite's not even available on mobile most of the time if you have an iPhone. Uh, But but that might be because of lawsuits. But either way, um, Llama Rama had they were showing off like you can get this pickaxe with a rocket league car on the on the end you can get a you know a contrail that looked pretty cool a new backpack uh, an, an additional backpack that was a, another rocket league car and uh, a gg spray you know like the con- the stuff looked pretty cool and i was like damn i want to get this i'll download the game play the 10 matches i need to play and then uninstall it and never play it again and I was like, and I'll play it on my iPad because it's a bigger screen and, you know, it'll probably be fine. And, you know, so Jade's sleeping on the couch. I'm I'm done streaming one night. I grab my iPad. I go out to the couch. I throw on some TV and I just, I'm like, all right, let's see what this thing's all about. Three and a half hours later, 40 plus games into it, my battery dies on my iPad and I'm like, well, I have to keep playing. So I download it on my Android phone and I keep playing. It's that addict. The game's so addicting and it, and it was so much. It was actually fun. 
I was just like, remind me to never take you to a casino. Yeah, like I'm, re- I, I'm seeing a pattern of addictive personality. Yeah. Um, and I, I, we went to a casino a couple times in our youth, and I'm now realizing that, that was probably, uh, treading a, walking a real thin line for you. The advantage with the casino is that is that no one ever really showed me how to play many of those games, so I'm intimidated <laughs> by them. So I, so I, I just stick to the slot machines, right? And I get Man, bored. Don't, don't don't hang out with your golf partner then. He's yeah, a, yeah. He's and a casino guy. I know. And then I get bo- I get bored of the slot machines, and that's what saves my money. But you know, then I then I go blow it on you know on controllers, uh, Xbox uh, Xbox collectible limited edition controllers that I don't even use because I'm a keyboard mouse now. But you know, I gotta have them. Anyways, um, the the game's a lot of fun, and and so I told you about it, and you were like, download it now. And then your response to me, like I don't know, maybe like ten minutes later, was what? Like, damn, this is actually fun. Like, <laughs> I can see how you got hooked on playing this for three hours. Like, it's um, I've never played a mobile phone game that I I found fun for honestly more than a week so we're still in the honeymoon phase it's typically like 48 hours that i play a game on my phone and i'm like i'm totally done with this uh but it's interesting because we're both big fans of rocket league and i think this does a really good job translating rocket league into a a 2d space and uh to a touch-based control and and most importantly if you if you spend time playing, you know, the the console or PC version of, of regular Rocket League, 3D Rocket League, I feel like the physics of this game transfers over really well. I agree. Yep. And that's what I liked about it. I'm not relearning the timing of how the ball bounces and how your car flies and stuff. It's, you're just moving it into a plane of just the X and Y axis. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um the game's a lot of fun. I would I would recommend people check it out. Uh, I will say that the event right now where you can get special gear in inside of Rocket League Sideswipe. So you can get some Fortnite gear for your car and then you can get Rocket League gear for Fortnite. And all you have to do is really just play a handful of games and you'll earn both. You'll earn everything. Uh, the event runs from the 13th until December 27th. So you have some time to do this. You just download the game and start playing. The other advantage is the the rocket pass and everything for this game is free this season. So I mean, you get you really get the full experience of what Rocket League Sideswipe is uh, without any paywalls or anything currently. I don't know how that's going to change in future seasons, but at least to get you started this season, they're they're letting you kind of have it all. And um, it was it was surprisingly fun. And then at the same time, I I was really excited to get the gear. Uh, on the Fortnite side, and actually the gear was pretty cool on the Rocket League side, so I equipped it all and, and started and kept playing. So, I'll say when I first logged in, I was like, "This is kind of ass." <laughs> like, I I've played Rocket League for years. I've been on Fortnite for a year, and I linked my Epic account, and like, I got a pair of wheels. I'm like, you're telling me that for all the the crap I have in regular Rocket League, like, all you're gonna throw me is a set of wheels. You're not going to give me a skin or some toppers or a different car. Nothing. I'm like, this is crap. And then I was like, oh, but the rocket pass is free. All right. That's that's totally fine then. Because I was a little heated. Then I was like, oh, but I can unlock multiple cars and some cool classic Rocket League loot inside swipe. I was totally cool to then. Because at first I was like, man, they should have thrown me a little bit more as a like return player that came over from 
actually being a mainline Rocket League guy. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think, I think, like you said, once you kind of give it a little time, you realize that you can unlock quite a bit um, in the game. So that was cool. The other thing is that you and I both played with just touchscreen controls, and it worked pretty well. But I have, I have heard that hooking up a controller to your tablet or to your phone um, is the like is the way to play to get even a better experience out of it, which I can it's imagine. It's got to be better. Yeah, it's got. I know. see. I um, I've been having a hard time because again, I, I don't, I don't care for touch controls very much. So like, the you know the the controls for this game are extremely simple. You know, the left side of your screen, you can move your thumb and that's your, your directional, you know, your, your joystick. And then there's boost and jump. And that's, that's all the controls. But the problem is, is I have a hard time where I'll accidentally just hit double hit boost when I meant to hit double tap the jump button, just because they're not tactile buttons. So I, I do think I would have more fun with the game with a controller hooked up. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, uh, Jade came into the room and saw this Scooby-Doo family tree that we were talking about uh, pre-show. Yeah, I, I need yeah. to see it. Pull it up. <laughs> Zoom in. Oh, yeah, pull it yeah, up. Yeah. Side, let's just sidetrack here in the show. <laughs> let's do it. She brought me food, and uh, and then she started pointing at it, and there you go. And It's I, important I, information. Yeah, I told everyone that Scrappy-Doo's your favorite. I hate you. <laughs> I didn't tell him that. I said that you, that was your least favorite. But yes. can, can I, I ask like you? Scrappy Doo. Tell yeah. her I like Scrappy Doo. Ethan likes Scrappy Doo. I hate Scrappy Doo. Um, yeah, I hate you. I <laughs> I hate you like Anakin. I I hate you. Um, but the the original question, since we're going way off track here, the original question was Scooby Doo as a IP as a franchise. One one to ten, what would you rate it? I mean, like an eleven. An eleven. Yeah. See, that's what I said. But now now, what would you rate Scrappy Doo? Like a negative fifteen. There we go. See, I told you guys. Get I, I called here. it. Get I called it. Here. I called it. All right. You, you got brain. You got brain damage. Scrappy is <laughs> <was> amazing. <laughs> Who's this person? They don't know. It's a question mark. It's a, it's a mystery. Okay. Anyways, we gotta get back to the show. <laughs> Fortnite guys, not Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo has not made it to Fortnite yet, but one day we probably. Oh, dude, that'd be lit. <laughs> You're Shaggy rolling around with a shotgun, just wasting people. Zoinks! Zoinks! That would be amazing, um, <laughs> which uh, I guess I guess we could lead that into. Uh, is is there a uh, a franchise that you would like to see be added to Fortnite? Like we got Spider Man, we've had Mandalorian, we got Rick and Morty. Like it's just been nonstop. Street Fighter, Aliens. I mean, you just keep, it keeps going, right? Is there a franchise that you? Haven't seen in Fortnite, and what? Which one? We can kind of close the show out with this. Which one? What would it be? What would you want to see in Fortnite? Jade, real, Jade says Gremlins. Gremlins, interesting. Uh, I'm I'm concerned of you cutting my feed right now. I've never seen Gremlins. Oh goodness, really? Never you? seen it. I I went to watch it a couple days ago, and it wasn't on Peacock and anymore. And I was like, well, I guess I'll never see Gremlins. Wow. Okay. Okay. That is a little surprising. But uh, back to your back to your answer though for Fortnite. We know that I am a big fan of The Simpsons. And I do not want members of the Simpsons family wielding guns. But McBain, like Rainier <laughs> Wolf, sold the character. Want, I want a McBain skin. I'd buy instantly. Uh, maybe uh, Sideshow Bob would be fun. Chief Wiggum. 
Uh, just just characters that would be more sensible for them to have guns uh, in and going around shooting people. Fat Tony, uh, maybe some of the other mobsters. But specifically, I would love for there to be a Mick Bain, uh, the movie character within the Simpsons uh, skin. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I know we were talking the other night um, and, and an interesting one got brought up in, in stream was uh, Captain Planet. Was was one that someone brought up, and oh. and so we were talking about Captain Planet, and they were like, "Yeah, but what what could we do? Like, would you bring all the kids into the game?" And and yeah, and Super Lars was the one that brought up just Captain Planet, and then some of the other teammates were like, "Yeah, but you know, like we just bring in the other the other like kids from the show," and then <laughs> Super Lars was like. Uh, no one cares about them. They only care about Captain Planet. So it, it was just a funny conversation. So I made the I made the comment of like we see a lot of these skins come out that are um focused around things that are that are just they have just released or or something like that, right? And it's because they want to try to build excitement for the new Spider Man movie or what whatever it is. So it's like, I, it's, it's like it's a modern day version of the Happy Meal toy. Yeah. So I went out on a ledge here. I, I picked something that no one's going to guess. Right. Because I could just go easy and say, where are the Transformers at? Like, give me some Transformers skins. Let's do it. Um, but but instead, I said, well, you know, there's a new show that's being launched from an old IP that, you know, that I've enjoyed as a kid growing up that I think would make a fantastic skin in Fortnite. And that's Earthworm Jim. Ooh, you're right. That would be a very good. <laughs> so Earthworm Jim's getting a new cartoon. And I was just like, man, give me a Earthworm Jim uh, skin. I would love that. His glider could be that big ass engine, you know, thing that he flies on. I mean, like it, it just he just fits his goof, his goofy, like construction of a character fits Fortnite so well. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I I just went down a really quick mental rabbit hole. I think your Earthworm Jim idea is the best idea, but let me give you what the second best idea. Okay. They just they just dropped that trailer for that new movie where Nick Cage is just playing Nick Cage. <laughs> so he's a parody of himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Nick, like an assortment, a whole battle pass of different Nick Cage skins <laughs> where the challenges are based on national treasure. Oh so you're like going God. to different points of interest trying to like steal artifacts and solve a mystery and find like a treasure. Like the whole season is just finding treasure. Um, but every skin is just a different Nick. Kate, and we were talking con air. We're talking gone, gone in 60 seconds. <laughs> we're talking national treasure. We're talking ghost rider. Like we're talking, we could talk left behind. Like there's so many options of different, great Nick cage skins, but yeah. specifically con air. And yeah, you, uh, don't bunny, forget about bunny back in the box emoji. Don't forget about pig. Pig. Yeah, yeah. Look it up. It's a new. It's a new Nick Cage. There's like. Uh, did you know there's like three or four new Nick Cage movies before the one you just referenced? That's wonderful. There one one he's got bombs. Wicker Man. Wicker <laughs> Wicker Man with the bees. One he's got bombs strapped all over him, and he has to go save like this this like evil person's daughter that's been kidnapped. The other one he like uh, the car breaks down, and they say they'll fix his fix his car if he just works one night in this like. Sh- rundown um condemned arcade that has like these possessed like animatronics but then it turns out nick cage is crazy and is killing all the animatronics um yeah 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 and then pig is one where like he he lives out in the woods with nobody except a pig and then someone steals his pig and it's basically john wick with a pig 
Yes. <laughs> yes. So like you get all those skins in there and I'm sold. Okay. I'm sold. <laughs> I'll just tell you the, the Nick Cage pass. Yeah. Yeah. Is just ep ep <laughs> epic. You're just printing money. If you give everyone just Nick Cage. Um, super, it's, it's super smart business. Super Lars did chime in in the chat and say, uh, go bots versus transformers season. And you know I'm all about it. I think I think GoBots is is a reach as far as as far as its popularity nowadays. But but for for us for us uh, older people, I mean I'm I'm all in Transformers so as, though as, for sure. As a kid who used to always rent the GoBots tapes from a video store when I go visit my grandparents, I can tell you, no one wants the GoBots ever again. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, no one no one wants the GoBots, and I loved the GoBots when I was a kid. No one wants them. But I think the Transformers one is an easy play. If you like, like example, you know, you got you got the mech arm that's kind of floating in the water right now. Like, like there's the possibility that we that we end up back in this this uh, a mech season here, and then maybe you know Optimus oh, and maybe Optimus and the team show up you know and get involved in this mech fight type deal like i would like i could see it fitting pretty easily into a fortnite season um but i feel like earthworm jim could just be one of those just like you know like we got like the random like we just got random drops during chapter two of like hey here's uh here's a couple of street fighter skins here's uh ripley and an alien here's uh you know like just these random one-offs uh that i think like just drop an earthworm jim i would i would love it i would absolutely love it Agreed. But all right, that's that's kind of our that's our talk on. Um, <laughs> oh, by the way, Superlife says I was poor, so I only had GoBot toys. <laughs> I'm, respect. I'm, I was there with you. Yeah, I was poor too. I didn't. So all my Transformers came from garage sales. So I had all the just the real bad Transformers. <laughs> I didn't have any of the cool ones until I could afford my own. Um, but anyway, yeah, I didn't even have GoBot. I had I had toys from clearance out toys from Waterworld the movie. Man, I, I think have a toy of the Mariner. I I remember playing with like my one my one true Transformer, and then I had think something that was called I think like a Rockbot, which was just a rock that transformed into a robot. <laughs> That I found at a garage sale. The funny thing is, Rockbots are like super expensive now. But I just remember getting all these just like just really like off branded like like uh, Transformers. But anyways, we, we get sidetracked once again. Um, the uh, or 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 the Happy Meals Transformers that were food that transformed. Like I remember. Oh, I'll rub it in that you you got to eat as a child. Okay. <laughs> Thank Money you, <laughs> thank you for listening to to our Fortnite uh, our Fortnite episode of the Gamezilla podcast episode three fifty eight. Hopefully, uh, you enjoyed it. We'd love for you to chime in in the uh, Gamezilla channel in our Discord about uh, what your experience with the new chapter is and uh, what you like or dislike, what you're looking forward to the most, all that stuff. Uh, how do you feel the new engine is performing and, and all that type of type of uh, content that we can talk to talk to throughout the week in our discord. Super cool place to hang out when we're not sitting recording podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, with that, we want to uh, kind of wrap this up and thank our uh, thank our patrons one last time. Yes. Thank you for giving yourself the best gift of the holiday season patronage to patreon.com slash gamezilla media we appreciate you helping us uh run the show and keep it going for you and we're very excited to uh bring you some new perks in the new year and uh return of muster bust 
coming uh, January 2022. We're, we're thrilled about that one. So uh, thanks for sticking with us. And uh, if you're not a patron, please consider joining today. Yeah, I'm excited for Muster Bust to be, be, be making a comeback. It's musty or busty. <laughs> All right, everybody. Once again, this was episode 358 of the Gamezilla podcast. You can catch us on Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, wherever it is that you like to listen to your podcast. We're there. If you are on a platform and you can't find us, let us know in the Discord because we want to make sure that we uh, we get on that platform for you. So either way, thanks, everyone. Uh, we will be back. We're recording on Thursdays. Shows are releasing on Fridays. And uh, that's our new our new schedule currently. Um, we think we like it, and uh, hopefully you guys do too. But uh, thanks again, Butterboy, for for being on the show and uh, being being the the wild and crazy scrappy dude that you always are. We do, we do. All right, guys. Thanks again. We'll see you next week. And until then, remember we are your elite free DLC for all your gaming news. And until next time. Game on. Game on.